What's up, everybody? My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition, and you're tuned into Kinda Neat. Thank you guys for tuning in again, as always. First things first, follow me on Twitter at It's Intuition. Follow my man Ben Shim behind the boards making the shit sound buttery at I Am Database, based with two S's. You can follow us as a unit on at That's Kinda Neat, where I don't tweet that much. You guys know this, but I do tweet important things and uh, new episodes, so... If you're hearing this, you may have seen a tweet that said our guest today is Lacutus, who's a rapper that I, f- I fucks with. I like his music. Uh, his last project, Three Seashells, came out in February. It's tight. It's fun. It's an experimental listen. The dude can rap. He's got a lot of style. Very New York sound, but like in a different futuristic way. That sounds retarded, but that's okay. What else? Go to your iPod. Go to your iPhone. Go to whatever the fuck you have in your pocket right now. Search for the podcast app. Press subscribe when you find uh, that kind of neat podcast and uh, make sure you guys leave a comment. I want comments and I want ratings. I want to see our comments get to 100 comments. Right now, I think we're at like 80 something. Let's get it to 100. Leave me some five star ratings. Help us. The more ratings that we get, the more official we look. We might end up on the front page of iTunes. That would be amazing. YouTube.com slash that's kind of neat where Ben just informed me that we broke 3 million plays. Hooray, hooray. That is amazing. I can't fucking believe it. 3 million plays in a year. That is crazy. We just broke maybe 19,000 subscribers as well. That's insane. The growth is incredible. I apologize for having not put out a video in over a month. But today, like I said, we have Lacutus performing in a new video. So I'm excited about that. Last week, I kind of went on a like very sad emo rant last week about how I'm depressed and, and uh, lonely and my wallet got stolen and one of my friends died and all this fucking sad shit. And, uh, you know, that was about two weeks ago. The last two weeks have been better. That day, actually... I had already had uh, had it in my mind to kind of go on that rant when I came in, and I forgot to even bring up the fact that, like, the day of that podcast, the last one with Jensen, I helped fucking rescue someone from a car accident. It was crazy. I got up early that morning because we were doing the podcast on a Sunday at 10 a.m. It's about a 45-minute drive to the studio from my house because it's all the way across the city. I live on the west side, and the studio is in Atwater Village. So I'm up early, and uh, I hop on the freeway. I'm on the freeway at around 9.30, and I was probably only a couple miles from my house. I was on the 10 West, like probably about the 10 where the 10 hits Western, and a fucking truck. I look up. I don't know. It's crazy. Like, I don't even understand what happened. Like, I think I was changing a song on my stereo or something, and when I look up, I kind of just see the last second of a truck kind of swerving and then trying to correct itself and kind of catching air for a second and tumbling, and it rolls over twice and ends up where the passenger side of the truck is laying on the ground. It's like a Ford F-150. It's laying on the ground, and uh, the bottom of the truck is facing me, And then the driver's side of the truck is pointing towards the air. And I went, holy fuck, like, did I really just see that? And and nobody else, like, the the truck didn't hit anybody else. It wasn't a crazy collision. It was just like, it was early in the morning. Maybe the guy was working all night or something and fell asleep. I'm not sure. But he swerved and the truck rolled over. And it looked like something out of a fucking Michael Bay movie. Like, it just, like, rolled. It looked like a trick, you know? And I'm one of the first few cars to drive by. And in my head, I'm going like, well, there's so many people here. Like, do I stop and help? There's already people getting out to help. I see a couple of people running towards them. I'm like, do I stop and help? Or do I just, do I keep going? Like, what, what is my moral and social responsibility here? And 
all of this went through my head in about three seconds and I'm thinking, well, I could fucking <laughs> like the asshole that I am. I thought I could just drive past this and like beat all the traffic that is surely about to form right now. Or I can pull over and help pry this guy out of the car. So in my head, I thought if I don't fucking pull over, I'm going to feel like a real piece of shit the rest of the day. So I pull over and by the time I pull over. There's two Mexican dudes running towards him, and I, and I bring up the fact they're Mexicans because it plays into the story in a couple of seconds. There's two Mexican dudes running towards the truck to try and help. I get out. I start running towards him, and then there's a couple more guys following me. By the time that I get to the truck, there's five of us there. It's me and four other dudes who are not speaking English. They're all speaking Spanish, and I'm going like, okay, well, what, should, what the fuck should we do? What should we do? And uh, they just start, kind of start doing shit, and they're speaking in Spanish. I don't understand what's going on, but uh, they're yelling at the dude in the truck who happens to be uh, – he happens to be like an older Mexican gentleman as well. And I'm not sure if he was passed out or something at this point, but he's laying sideways, basically. Like his, like I said, his driver's side door is pointing up towards the air. So he's completely sideways. And I kind of look down in the truck and I notice like, like it's, it's fucking weird. Like if you look down through the truck, like the passenger side is broken and everything that was in his truck has fallen to the ground. You know what I mean? Because it's like he's laying in a sideways room at this point. And so these guys are yelling at him in Spanish, probably to like unlock the door or roll down the window or something. Cause I see him start trying to jiggle the door. He tries to unlock it, but the doors stuck because it fucking rolled and, and dented the door and the frame is probably fucking bent or something. So he starts trying to jiggle the door a little bit. And then all of a sudden, a little corner of the door kind of opens and all the dudes are yelling in Spanish. Da, 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 and I just see them like trying to pry the door open. So I stick my hand in there and help pry with these guys. And there's five of us trying to like pry this door open. And as we're pushing and pushing, the door fucking snaps in half and the window shatters but it's like shatterproof glass so it doesn't it doesn't fly all over the dude and cut him or nothing it just kind of stays in there and we're bending the shit backwards like we just pried open a, tu- a can of tuna or something and so at this point we don't know if the old dude in the truck is is like hurt or like you know legs could be broken we don't fucking know so i'm on one end and i'm holding up the door on one side and then the dude that's the dude that's on the other end is holding up the door at the other side so we're holding the door open and then the three guys in the middle are like helping the guy unbuckle his seatbelt and pull him out of the fucking truck and they get him out of the truck and he's having trouble because he's probably in his mid-60s you know what i mean so at this point i can't tell if he's going to be able to walk like what's going to happen but they kind of pull him out and they set him on the ground but then he's able to get up on his own will and stands up and walks over to the kind of the curb of the freeway and sits down and they're all speaking spanish to him and i'm kind of looking at them like well i don't know what's happening at this point i can't speak spanish like you know i'm looking around to see if anybody's on their phones calling the cops or anything and like four people are already on the phone so i was like all right cool i guess that i have done my civic duty i'm gonna walk back to my honda civic and dip to do this fucking podcast on time and so i hop back in the car somebody asked me on the way like hey is anybody calling the cops and i'm like i guess man that like there's like five people on the phone i'm sure somebody's calling 911 and so that's it. There's a huge fucking line behind the truck at this point, and I'm on the other side of the truck, so I just go. I don't have to fuck with any traffic, and it's a clear ride all the way to the studio after that. And it was so weird that this happened and that I saw it that I didn't even think to tell Ben or Jensen that day because I was just like, just concentrate on getting the job of getting a podcast done. But yeah, I woke up, and that happened, and then I did a podcast, and then I drove to fucking San Diego and kicked it with my nephews and my best friend, and it was a trip. Like I, 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 to this day, like I think back about that and I'm like, did that shit really happen? But yes, it did. And it was crazy. And, uh, so it just goes to show if you're around some shit and you see some shit like that happen, get out and be a nice guy and help him out. Cause, uh, it, it I feel like a goddamn hero. I'm not going to lie. I feel like a hero. So anyways, that's my story for the day. 
I'm happy that we're back getting in the swing of things with videos. Talked to my man, the cutest today. Interview was fun. He's an interesting character, born and bred in New York. And uh, he's sitting here waving his hands, raising the roof while I'm saying that. Awkward to listen to, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, without any further ado, here is a dude that I've been trying to get on the podcast for a while. His name is The Cutest. I hope you guys enjoy. Thank you for tuning in to Kind of Neat. What's up, dog? Hey, man. Hey, how are you? I'm okay. How are you? What brings you to Los Angeles? Uh, I was here just making music and just like making moves, you know? Making the moves, having the meetings, doing lunches with important people. Doing lunches, making motions. That's what people do. I, th- I feel like people, uh, when they first break on the internet, they go to New York to have a special show and then they fly to LA to take meetings yeah. with, my, with the finger quotes, you feel me? It's weird. Is it everybody knows each other out here? Yeah. yeah. Maybe they do in New York too. I just don't go out. I don't know. Why not? Why don't you go out? <laughs> I hate it, dude. I don't Social know. anxieties. There's that, and it's just like, I don't know, I'm over it. And like, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, a lot of people aren't from there. And yeah. now they're like, all the Papa neighborhoods is all people that have been there for like a couple weeks. Right, right. <laughs> and they just like think I'm weird. A bunch and of transplants like, who, who don't know shit about New York. Well, they know what, I mean, they know what New York is now, I guess. Yeah. And it's just like, damn, I'm weird now, you know? Because <laughs> you're born and bred in New York. Yeah. Yeah. What part of the New York are you from? Upper West Side, mostly. Yeah. I was like, when I was little, we lived in, I live with my family in like in Woodhaven. Uh-huh. And then my mom was like, oh, I don't want you around all these Russian immigrants. Uh-huh. I want you to like be worldly. <laughs> so so Woodhaven is where all the, the, the yeah, we were Fabi in like, Russians are? Yeah, we were in like the area with all the Fabi Jews. Yeah. And what what's that neighborhood about? Like, what do the people do for work? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. So what age did you move to the Upper West Side? When I was like five. What's the Upper West Side about? It's just like a more, I don't know, just like a regular neighborhood, mm-hmm. kind of more affluent, I guess. Mm. But my mom was like, like my mom basically spent all of her money on living in like a closet on the Upper West Side. That's yeah, for I grew sure. up like in a one bedroom with my mom. How big is your family? I mean, it was, when, when it came to this country, it was like my mom and her brother and my grandma and my grandpa. Oh, okay. Where, where's dad at? Oh, I never knew my pops. I'm already... I told you I was gonna sh- <laughs> I'm going to try to make you cry. I'm already ridiculous. That's just no. not going to make me cry. I don't give a fuck. I'm happy. Some people's fucking fathers are... So you never, met, you never met him at all? <laughs> nah, he lives in New York, though. I think he teaches art. Do you have any desire to meet him or no? Nah, he getting old, too. Really? So like what... Like, my mom was like... Like, the other... Like, uh, uh, a couple weeks ago, my mom was like... Your dad... I, I heard through the grapevine your dad's not doing so well. And I was like, maybe you want to try and meet him. I was like... I'm not going to try, but yeah. like, whatever, I guess. Well, I mean, do you feel like he should reach out to you? I mean, be, not, at be, this point, be, nah. But be honest, do you think he owes you something, like, to reach out to you? Owes me something? Well, because here's I my, don't really think life works that the re- way. The reason, the reason that I ask you that. Yeah. My f- parents are actually still together, right? My dad has Alzheimer's, though. Oh, shit. He got it a few years ago. It's fine. But from the time I moved out, my dad was never really the type to ever... Like, he's never called me since I was 18, like, on the phone. Oh, you know? shit. Because that's just, like, he's just not like that. And yeah. so part of me was kind of like, well, fuck that, then I'm not going to call him. And at, at a point before he got sick, I, re- I was like, I feel like this motherfucker owes me a phone call. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you owe me, motherfucker. But he was in your life. Yeah, he was. He, he was. was. Like, this dude was just never even in my life. Yeah, so, so how did that happen? You, you're, did your mom get pregnant in Russia? When she, or did she nah, come over? Nah, they met here. There's, like, a, especially back in the day, it was, like, a very tight-knit uh, like Russian community yeah. there still is like there's like places like in New York where like 
and all those old heads all know each other. Yeah, so yeah. All, the, all the New York Russians all know each other. Right. So your mom moves over here when she's, what, in her teens or something with her family? Uh, what does she do? She left Russia when she was, like, 14 to mm. go to, to Israel. Mm. Was there for eight years. Oh, wow. Like, army, theater. She's an actress. So she was taking the Judaism pretty seriously then. No, nah, it wasn't even about the Judaism. It was about, like, in Russia, they hate Jews. And it was like, oh, we can get out now because this shit sucks. Because communism yeah, and Because the USSR broke up and shit? No, nah, that was later. Oh. That was in the 80s. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That was, what, 89? That was late. Okay. I was giving your mom the benefit of the doubt, thinking maybe she was young, you know? Nah, communism was just sucked. Yeah. And, like, Israel was the, the new shit, I guess. I'm not trying to give it... I don't know enough about it to give a history right. lesson. We don't, yeah, exactly, exactly. So she dips to Israel, and she's there, and she joins the army. Well, they, they make you go to the army. Yeah, for, like, you have to do you mandatory do service for a year. Yeah. And so did she, she stayed in for a year? Yeah, something like that. She was in a theater troupe. Which is apparently a big deal. It's hard to do. Oh, that's Very competitive. Crazy. So she's an artistic talent as well with performing. Is that what you're getting at? Yeah. I mean, that was before before my, my shit. Like, I never knew her as that. But she, she she's like, you know, she she when she came here, she had to, like, support our family. So yeah. she started doing computer shit. Okay. She's like a systems analyst. Yeah. But she was, like, meant to be an actress, if you could say that about people. Yeah. When you converse with her, is she very, like... Yeah, like, that's the mostly the shit we, we, we like... We're close or whatever. Well, because like we're, we all, we're all we got, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's the, that's the only shit we really talk about is movies and shit like that. Right, right. The entertainment stuff. Yeah. Did you have any brothers or sisters? Nah, I'm an only child. So, it's basically just me and my mom's now. So you and your mom. Yeah. yeah. And when you were a kid, were you, it was it just the two of you in an apartment or were you living with your grandparents and, and her brother as well? Nah, when we were little. Yeah. See, my, my, my grandfather died when I was like, what, like three, I yeah. think. And then it was, it was, all of us live or, yeah, we all live in the same crib uh-huh. in, in Woodhaven. Yeah. And then my grandma kind of like was losing her shit, I guess, when I, uh yeah, when when my grandfather died. Yeah. And then my mom was like, I get the fuck out of here. And we right. like lived in a couple of the places in Queens and then eventually we moved to Upper West Side. Yeah. And then she's doing systems analysis back then or was that even a thing? Yeah, yeah, computer program. She does like old shit, like COBOL and shit. I don't know if you know about computer. I don't either really, yeah, but no. like COBOL, like old shit. Really? But it's the shit that all the banks and shit still use cuz oh, like nice. Mainframe shit. Very secure. Like, the, nobody even says mainframe anymore. Yeah. That's what she does, mainframe. <laughs> I, re- I feel like mainframe was a word that was on every G.I. Joe episode like, yeah, when we were yeah. kids. Like, we've got to get into the mainframe of the, the security system. Yeah, hack the, hack the frame, bro. <laughs> I'm in. That's funny. You know when they press, like, four buttons on the keyboard and, like, I'm in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I remember, remember that. that shit, the net? I do. Remember, I remember in nerds, uh, in nerds, when they go on college vacation, and he, she's, he's like helping the chick at the com- at the front counter of the hotel, and he's like, "Oh, when you're typing, you got to just curl your fingers a little more, and, and and like typing on the keyboard a certain way makes it work better." Jesus, it's very strange. That's I don't remember that movie. I must have seen it at some point. I just dated myself. <laughs> There's definitely a scene with rapping in that movie. Oh hell yeah! yeah. Everything was that was the '80s, right? Yeah, for everything sure. had rapping and breakdancing. Yeah. What about you? Did you grow up uh, seeing a lot of rapping and breakdancing in new york uh i mean i guess i don't yeah. really have a frame of reference like yeah. rap was always around i just right. assume i just like i don't know like when i watch tv and it was like high school and you got driven to high school and like there were cheerleaders and football's like the fuck is this like huh. this isn't real life yeah and like real life like i, I ain't connected it was like Real life is New York, which is, I guess, very different from America. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. Al- I've always been intrigued with like 
people that grow up in New York, I find it to be such an interesting upbringing because mine was so opposite. So like, break it down. You're you're fine. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Alaska, North Pole, oh, Alaska. Oh fuck yeah, that's yeah. right. You were saying I'm that. out in the fucking woods, dude. That's so, the next shit. So you watch TV? You know what the fuck was going we on? We watch TV way more. <laughs> we watch we watch TV about New York. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, like yeah, that's, yeah. that's the shit. So yeah, like you're five years old and you're living on the Upper West Side. Like, what do you do for fun when you're a ch- like? When you, I was five. Well, I mean, I'm saying like, I, like how do you fucking? I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, big I city really living is crazy. What I do? I don't know. Uh, I mean, once I started going to high school, yeah, and like you know, I wasn't like you know being monitored all the time. Yeah. I just immediately stopped going to school. Uh, smoked mad weed. Started like hanging out with like the the kids that like were about punk and shit, and like going to like St. Mark's, and that was like the death rows. Like we'd be down there, and the old heads would be like, "Fuck, man, St. Mark's is fucking dead now." What is St. Mark's? <laughs> That's like that was like kind of like the mecca area for punk for the longest but okay. like even by the time i was in high school like that shit wasn't really popping anymore right right and now it's just like japanese like bubble tea places who, who are the bands that came out of st mark's out of st mark's yeah. i don't know like all that old punk shit was all all that cbgb shit that was yeah. all that was all around oh, okay. there you know what okay. i'm saying Lower okay. East Side. yeah okay so you would go out there and the scene was already kind of dead uh, I guess I don't know Not to me Cause yeah. I was 14 I was like oh shit All yeah. my friends are going to shows and shit my What friend, bands were you at 14 Or what into I don't know I started getting into like Like uh Well my favorite shit from back then Is still this band Irate Okay It was like you know how there's metalcore now Yeah Like that was like metallic hardcore Like before that even became a thing And like just a lot of like Tough guy music shit Yeah Like slam dance shit Yeah You got a lot of pent up rage Are you a tough guy What? Hell no But I, you, I, All like, of my friends grew up to be tough guys. Yeah. It was weird. I, I go out to shows. Like, I knew a lot of, like, IDS kids. Yeah. That's, like, a crew. And then, like, I would be at shows, and I was, like, and people get, we'd be getting fucked up. Yeah. That they didn't know. And I'd be, like, oh, shit. Like, I couldn't be here if I wasn't down with these people. Right. But kind of all the kids around me kind of grew up to be, like, tough guy. Well, and the, and the reason I asked that, there's a, there's a method to the madness. The reason I asked that is because like you have a certain look in your eye, like I was telling you a second ago, like where maybe you might you might snap sometimes. Is how I feel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's just a, a slight bit of craziness in the back there somewhere. But also when I've seen you perform live, you have like kind of a fucking uh, intimidating stage presence. Oh yeah? yeah, hell yeah. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, Romo from uh, Ham on Everything. You guys have played some of their parties. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So. Um, I remember going to see you at Globos with him. Yeah. And it's just like, I'd heard your name, but not seen you perform. And here's, was a good show. here's this dude with his fucking shirt off, hair over his eyes, looking like fucking young Danzig or some shit. Hell yeah. Like raging. And I was like, <laughs> oh, this guy's kind of an intimidating presence. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. There's, there you go. That's your punk background coming out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I used to have rage problems, I guess. Yeah. How so? I don't know. Like, I would fight and shit with my friends. Yeah. You know? Yeah, <laughs> just with friends, not with strangers. Oh no, like with you know, we'd be oh, out like fighting people, being, being idiots. Yeah, tell me about it. Don't dry snatch. Not much buddy. to tell. I don't know. You just like I just I don't I don't fight anymore, man. I want you to paint your life to be like the movie Kids to me. <laughs> I mean, honestly, when people ask about New York yeah. and they're like, "What's like a good Kids?" is like the only piece of media that ever really like kind of felt like it was real. Oh man, I remember because now they that. got like well, like how to make it in America and shit. That shit is like. It's funny because all that shit is filmed in New York. A lot of people in it are from New York, and it feels nothing like New York. What about girls? Does that feel like New York? Nah, man. And, like, whatever, like, you know, it's just stupid to hate on that show because it is what it is. Yeah. But also, like, it's not, it's not supposed to be about New Yorkers. Yeah. It's supposed to be about 
transplants snobby chicks it's about it's about transplants in new york so um, that may very well be an accurate representation right right. are you protective of the city like do you can you not stand transplants when you're walking around i mean it's not like that and i try to be like not as much of a snob because yeah people are snobby about that and like defensive and shit and i try not to be but that's why i just don't go out to those places i'm not trying to go out and be like listen you got to be like this and like i'm from this and you gotta like i don't want to be that guy the city's always been like a transitional city you know what i'm saying right right but it is what it is like i am who i am so i don't i'm not gonna act different for them or like right. i did even like when all my friends were starting to come back from college and they're like oh well now we all go to williamsburg and like we all do art and like do all this diy shit over here i was like that's cool and like you know you act a certain way when you're with people you don't know or people you're not from the city yeah and then eventually it's just like fuck but they just like every couple weeks is new ones yeah so after a while it's just like well nah i'm not gonna like be like what's the point of getting to know this person if they're just gonna fucking be in and out or not getting to know those people but yeah. like what's the point of like being a welcoming committee to people that are here for a couple years and like yeah. move out or like right. do their own shit and like they're, don't give a fuck about me you they're know what like saying? they're like coming to fucking grow into their own and find what they want to do with your life and yeah like, they're nah, on their own they're life, on their dude. own journey yeah. over here you know yeah. what i'm saying so yeah. it's none of my business right, right, <laughs> basically right. i'm just gonna keep sipping my tea though yeah um that's funny so you're skipping school as a high schooler and you're going to st mark's so like uh yeah i was like so hyped to get a little bit of freedom it start was, like, smoking weed and shit yeah i started smoking weed. i'm yeah. like this is awesome yeah, yeah. my mom's not around yeah. i could smoke weed i never have to go to school yeah. i could go to like abc no rio and cbgb's and get fucked up at yeah. like 13 and nobody gives a fuck how do, how do you get into those kind of spots when you're that age people just don't care are they all ages venues uh well there's like a lot like well like see the first place i ever got drunk when i was 13 was c squat uh-huh. and it was just like a house that was a squat that threw shows yeah and it was so ill because i'm like coming in there like 13 years old and like with a 40 yeah drank my first 40 yeah got super twisted and like nobody gave a fuck and when i was 13 like i looked like i was nine probably. Yeah. like yeah. i was a late bloomer i looked yeah. like i was like nine years old so yeah. i was like damn like nobody gives a fuck this is dope right <laughs> right i still see kids like that and people are like oh look at that kid he's gotta be like eight years old smoking bogeys and doing this shit yeah. and i was like yeah but that was me and like i'm fine you know right right i'm not like in jail yeah <laughs> were you trying to fucking get some tail when you were 13 or what uh damn i mean yeah kind of <laughs> i guess yeah <laughs> I lost I my shit when I was like 14. Get out. That's young. City living. It was young for me because I was like, I, when, see, that's the thing. I look back at pictures of myself. I was like, damn, like, who is fucking this kid? I look like he's nine years old. Yeah, Crazy. yeah, yeah. Like, who is molesting this child? Well, I mean, there were no. girls my age mostly. Yeah. No, that's tight though. Did you join any bands while you were doing that? Nah, it's funny. All my friends were always in bands and yeah. I never really had any desire to do it. Yeah. Why not? I, don't, I mean, I didn't. I was, I was just lazy. I didn't want to learn an instrument. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Did you like learning anything? When you say you skipped school, did you graduate high school? Nah, I finally dropped out. When did you GD. drop out? I went to Bronx Science, which is like a smart kid school. Yeah. Like a science school. And then I dropped out of there and went to some other shit for a little bit called Humanities Prep, which is like a school within a school on like 18th Street. Uh-huh. And then I was like, fuck this. This is a waste of time. I got my GED. No shit. Well, how old were you when you got a GED? Uh, seventeen, I think. Yeah, we're, I mean, like, did you 17, not take? 18? Did you not take the school because you were bored with it, or because you didn't like it, or like, was it too easy? Was it too hard? What? Which? What, I just like it? you know, I have a problem with authority, son. Yeah, yeah. But I it was that. boring. I'm like, I don't know. I'm too. I was too. I was too smart for school. Yeah. To tell you the truth, I feel that. There's a surprising amount of people that have been on this show that are following our strange career paths that have dropped out of high school. It's a running theme. Yeah. Yeah, people don't like school. 
Yeah, it's bullshit. You can <laughs> you can kind of like teach yourself more when you are learning what you want to learn about on your own time. Yeah. Right? I read books and shit, you know? Yeah. I'm up. So when did you start rapping, dude? Tell me about that. Uh, well, A couple of years ago, I was with... Oh, it was only it was a couple like, years ago. When Das Racist started rapping. Yeah. And it was like before even that Pizza Hut Taco Bell shit yeah. popped off. Okay, well then fuck that. That's too far in the future. Let's go back to when you get your GED. What do you start doing then? Oh, pfft, nothing. When, when, you dropped out, <laughs> when, you, when you dropped out of school, was your mom upset? Yeah, she was upset. But I was like, oh, I'm going to work or whatever. I don't know. She never knew what to do with me. So I was yeah. like... I, I, I was like... Worked here and there, just like part time shit. Did waiting, she ever get to tables. date, or were you a terror to anyone she would try to bring home? No, nah, it wasn't that bad. I gave, you know, I gave her space. Yeah. I got it. I'm, yeah. I'm, I was a very, you know, I'm level headed. I was like, you know, she, she needs somebody. You're right, That's right. What's up. So, mom never remarried or anything. Nah, nah, really. What yeah. is, is she still in systems management, or is she like, uh, is she about to retire, or what? Uh, she just got fired from her last job. Oh shit. She's been doing more uh acting and shit like she does like extra work and stuff like that and she's trying to do more acting stuff now that like nice. i don't know i'm grown or whatever yeah yeah but she so is she's getting to fight son you know what i'm yeah. saying yeah i mean it's got to be tough times in new york right now yeah it's tough over there and like all that shit is like really like uh far like all the work is like far like people do what they call like backwards commuting now like it used to be like everybody rode into the city to work yeah and now a lot of people are like live in the city and go out to the fucking boonies to work their computer jobs no shit yeah. has she thought about moving out to just the boonies or what yeah she might she, we, we got a lot of stupid housing problems right now but when those are sorted out she might actually just move away somewhere you still staying with her yeah yeah where do you go you still in the upper west side nah wash heights oh, okay what's uptown what's that about uh it's cool it was like all it was like a it was like an all dominican neighborhood for forever uh-huh and now like all the all the kids are moving in and shit yeah all the like transplant kids this are is getting in. getting gentrified yeah man it seems like there soon will be no ungentrified part of new york oh yeah i worry about that but then i remember that like new york is huge like queens is huge brooklyn is huge yeah and the shit gotta stop somewhere somehow yeah i mean the same thing is happening in la these rich baby boomers yeah they're gonna die <laughs> well it's so crazy and then what are their kids gonna yeah, do exactly but by then they'll probably be straight well it's so crazy to me that like the the this generation the flight to new york or la for like anything creative is is like so massive you know what i'm saying like everybody that thinks they're they want to be something is like oh i need to either go to la or go to new york you yeah. know i'm guilty of that shit as well i guess uh, i mean don't feel guilty well i mean it is what it is I, I ended up here by accident but point being is that i feel like soon why not go to like detroit or something you know that like you can buy a house in detroit for like 800 bucks man but you can't do shit what are you gonna do out there but that's the thing is that if everybody decides we're gonna do shows and, you if know, everybody does, rapper, if, let's well, say, not me it's not me but, but yeah. i'm saying if you're like a graphic designer you could go out there and fucking live and do all your work over the internet and buy a place for 800 bucks you feel me like that's yeah. gonna that's gonna be the next great hipster flight is to detroit yeah good money get them out of here <laughs> Uh, I'll, I love them, but get them out of here. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> when you get your GED, what kind of work are you doing? Oh, I don't know. Like bullshit, like uh, fucking working in restaurants and shit. Yeah. And just like part-time shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But Craigslist you, shit. I don't remember. Was Craigslist around back then? I don't remember. Was there anything that was foreshadowing the fact that you're a performer? Honestly, nah. I don't think so. I, other than the fact that like I, I, I like liked it. I liked like... I like music. I like live performance. Yeah. All my friends were in bands and I got along with them. Like maybe that's what it is, just kinda like compatible personalities. Yeah. You were like a scene you're just like a scene dude. You're around yeah. a lot. My friend yeah, like I'd be at all my friends' practices and go to their shows and get fucked up. Did any of your friends that predate your performing, did any of your friends' bands get big? Uh 
get big. Like who? No, like, I don't think so. No. My friend D, who raps with me, DVS, okay. he's on a couple of my songs. He's about to drop a tape. He nice. uh, he was in a band. He was in a couple bands. Well, I first saw him, I met him in high school, and he was in a band called Homer and the Sexuals, uh-huh. which was cool. It's a great name. It's a great name. That's really funny. And then uh, later, he was in a hardcore band called The Sentinels, okay. which was all like uh, about comic books. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah, Sentinels are very evil comic book characters. Yeah. Scary. That was a sick band, actually. I got to go get their shit again. I got to get them to email me yeah. that album. Yeah, it was the worst job after high school. was the worst job? All of them, man. Working sucks. Working does suck. Like, fuck. Did you have side hustles? I mean, nothing I can really talk about. Yeah. But, but so, yes. Yeah, you know, just, yeah, just bumming around. Yeah. I, was, I was used to not having, you know. Mm-hmm. I'd just be, you know, it'd be like 10 of us in a house on a blunt. That was the move. If we had that, I was good. Nice. I didn't really have any direction, so I didn't care. Like, I didn't need, like, stuff. Yeah. Were you into the internet? I mean, only so far as, like, bootleg software. Yeah. And, like, porn, I guess. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What else do people do on the internet? That's I didn't, like, true. connect with... I, I, I kind of missed that wave, I well, guess. Well, you know, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. This generation's, like, wave is fucking internet. Like, oh, we're, like, very... Uh, yeah, awa- people are, like, we're internet ve- friends. We're very aware of our antisocial uh, demeanor and the fact that we only fucking live online yeah you know? like that's the that's the shit right now i use a computer to play diablo i wasn't like talking to people yeah for sure <laughs> so when you start rapping das race is getting it's it's pre pizza taco bell well they had made that song but, but it, it wasn't like a thing really. it wasn't out it wasn't like popping yet yeah it didn't become that like that internet meme. sensation yeah, yeah yeah so you're around that scene what was that scene like at the time well like all my other friends were in the house smoking weed mm-hmm. and like my other and like these guys were like my friends but they were like out and doing shit and like throwing shows and having fun and i was like oh this is cool like i'd rather do that i'd rather be out you know mm-hmm. the bitches are out here you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying it feels like they're doing something mm-hmm and then, and then, like, I'd be in the studio, and then, like, Hema was like, oh, you're good at rapping. You should let me manage you. Were you, like, freestyle rapping, or were you just, well, like, we rapping other just people's kinda... lyrics just fucking around? Or oh, what? no, I never did that. No, you know what I mean, though. Like, <laughs> like, being able to rap along to a song. Some people can't even do that. Yeah, that's yeah. very weird. Yeah. But, uh, nah, we'd just be in the studio fucking around rapping and shit. Yeah. And he was like, oh, you're good at this. You should let me manage you. He was, like, kind of half-joking probably at the yeah. time, because he wasn't even tr- about that yet. Yeah. But it turned into that, and then I was like, "Fuck, I guess I'm a rapper now." And that was Heems, you said. Yeah. Is it? He's is he kind of like the business mind of that whole shit? He was. Yeah. 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 He seems like a bright fella. He's a smart kid. Yeah, yeah. He see he sees the potential in money or the money potential in things pretty early, I guess, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So you start rapping. Well, he liked be, he liked like being out and like he just liked talking about his shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and people caught on to that. Yeah. Who else was around at that time? Music wise. Yeah, like like you know what I mean, like the circle that you were running with. Oh, I don't know. My friend Daniel, who's an engineer, had the studio. And yeah. he still does. He's an engineer for some big dudes now. Uh-huh. And, like, so we, we would just always have the studio, which is fucked up because now it's hard to get studio time for me because he's busy. Like, all my friends got real jobs and they're yeah. busy. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, I fucked up. I should have been, like, making shit all the time. Right. I had that plug. Right. But, like, the reason I know about you is because I heard, I heard about you through songs that you did with Kitty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was all later. That was later? That's met her, like... Through some New York shit. Okay. So, oh, no. Was she living in New York when I met her? Oh, we did a show at Santos. That's how I met her. Oh, okay. Pride, yeah. yeah, yeah. So did you... Because uh, Despot owns that place, right? Or is part owner or something? Yeah. Were you friends with him before? Uh, I met him through DR2, actually. But now we're like... We're boys. That's my dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What year is it? Like, 09, is that? Oh, is see, the, now, the pizza now you asking too much. Is that like 09? I don't fucking remember. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah, it sounds about right. Sounds, yeah, let's say 09. So did you... 
instantly start with like goals of, of like I'm gonna put a tape out. Like I'm gonna let me organize. Something now I here. know what the fuck I was doing. I was just Hemo. Hemo was like, all right, well now you got to make a project, and I was like, fuck. Mm-hmm. And then I did. Mm-hmm. What was it called? It was called uh, I'm in the forest. And how long did it take you? Uh, altogether, like a year, but it was very like sporadic. Like I would just go. Like I'm a lazy motherfucker, yeah. especially back then, uh-huh. and I w- didn't know what I was doing. So it was like whenever I got a chance. Uh-huh. Like once in a while, I would go try and make a song, and I'd be like, "Ah, that, this is fucking weird." Yeah, how did you uh, how did you put it out? Who were your influences? <laughs> that was two completely different questions. Let's go. <laughs> let's go with who is your influences first. Like, what were, were you into rap music? Yeah, you haven't really mentioned it at all yet. Who were you into? Uh, man, I don't know. Like all the uh, regular shit, New, yeah. York, New York shit mostly. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I love like I loved like Cam forever. And yeah, I loved, for like, sure. Woo forever. Yeah, shit. yeah, absolutely. But it's hard to say that like my music doesn't sound anything like that. It doesn't. You're you're pretty experimental. Yeah. But I mean, you can see your fucking punk rock background as well. You I'm know? still finding my voice, dude. Absolutely. It takes forever. It takes forever. It's fucking taking forever. But that's the thing is that I think um, I'm kind of hitting a groove now. That's good. Maybe. And I, I always talk, I always kind of mention this, like, well, I'm a big Gladwell fan, Malcolm Gladwell, the, the outliers and all that shit. Uh-huh. And he talks about sometimes there are people who um, do their best work, at, you know, very early and they're considered prodigies. Yeah. And then they spend their whole life trying to fucking catch up to what they did when they were little kids. Yeah. Know? So maybe I'm better off. Bro. And so then, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then there's some people that continue that are continuously able to get better as they grow older and do their artwork for longer. Oh, and, that's me. Yeah. I, that's my path too. Cause yeah. I, I, but I, I don't think there's much wrong with that. Cause would you really want to be Nas trying to catch up to Illmatic the rest of your career? You yeah, know what no. I mean? Exactly. That's tough. But it is, it does make you jealous when you see people that come in the game and it's like, <laughs> bang, like they got fire. Dude. Right off the bat. Oh, man. It's like, it's cool. Yeah, it is. It's but, crazy. But it makes me mad. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> Uh, that happened to me with that chance tape chance the rapper said yeah. i was like whoa this kid is like so advanced for a, a young kid yeah like, holy fuck uh did you hear that rory tape yet nah it's weird it's like kind of world music but it's the same shit like he made it when he was 17 and yeah. supposedly it's all like self-produced and it's crazy oh i'll check it out like it's really hard to believe that a major label studio didn't make it for him that's dope yeah because it sounds big good but for him Damn. anyways yeah uh yeah little kids that are good at rap or, fucking and music. kids fuck them Fuck them. Yeah. So you put the tape out. Uh, where do you put it out at? Just on Bandcamp or something? Uh, I was on Mishka. Mishka put it out. Oh, Mishka put it out. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you know those guys? Mm, to DR, to DR. They were fucking with DR Heavy. Okay. And we just asked, like, Misha, and he was like, you know, he's Russian. Yeah. He's a Russian Jew, you know? Shout yeah. out. So he was like, yeah. Squad. We're going to look out. Right. Put out little homie tape so they just blog about it and put it out yeah they put it right out and i mean what? they were putting out shit yeah. at that time it was well, kind of it was kind of popping right around then yeah who else were they fucking with xquire xquire came out around then yeah. i think a little after that and some other shit before was that part of your circle as well or what i mean anyone anyone who i knew in rap pretty much i met from rapping okay you know what i'm saying yeah absolutely my like old friends didn't do shit right continue not to what do your old friends think about what you're doing now uh, I don't know. They probably think it's cool. They're like, I'm happy you're off the couch. A lot bro. of them got kids and shit. Yeah. So it's like a whole different thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like I'm still living kind of like a kid, other than I got to get this money. Yeah. Same. I mean, I got, I, I got to, I got to support my moms. I got to support their kids. So in that way, yeah, it's the same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's the response like when Mishka puts the tape out? Did he get some some cool responses? Did it? I don't know. I hated that tape. Really? But uh, I guess some people liked it. Yeah. Because they talked about it. Yeah. Did, but you, did you make music videos? I don't think so. I don't think I did a single video for that. Right. Let me think. 
Damn, nah, I don't. I didn't make any videos. Do you like making <laughs> music videos? I kind of like it now. Yeah. I kind of like. Well, the whole thing of it is, like, I went to school. I went to community college for a little while for film. Yeah. And then I was. I thought that's what I would do. Actually, was make music videos mostly, and like maybe you know short movies and shit. Yeah. And then I was like, damn, this is a lot of. Uh, working with people and telling people what to do. Yeah. And I hate doing that shit. Yeah. But now I'm realizing that, like, so is this. Yeah. And I was really uncomfortable with that. So, like, in the beginning when I would do videos and shit, like, you know, a director, you know, people bounce shit off each other. So he'd be like, oh, do this or do this. And, like, you know, you know inevitably when you're working with somebody, especially as not a performer, you're going to be like, what you're talking about is corny. Yeah. But I don't know how to tell you that. Cause I just feel like nice I, way. I feel like I work for you, kind of. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's the hard part about music videos. I mean, I, I hate doing music videos because, yeah, a- anytime that somebody's trying to make you do something where you're like, this doesn't really fit, yeah, what I would do or like my vision of myself, yeah. And you try to explain that to them, and they're like, oh, why are you being a diva, bro? Yeah, exactly. So I, that's the thing. I never wanted to be considered like a, a fucking diva or whatever, especially yeah. with my stupid shit. So I was yeah. like, fuck, but. I just get, yeah, it's just a matter of getting more comfortable with being like, this is the way it's going to be because, you know, it's my name and my face. Right. Like, if that shit's corny, then right. it's on you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing is, like, uh, someone who makes a music video for you, that doesn't, like, if it's a bad music video, it only smears your name, not yeah, theirs, really. Fuck. Yeah, If your you know shit that. pop off, they good, but if it yeah. doesn't, then, like, oh, well. It's like, oh, whoops, well, I'll just convince somebody else that I'll do work for them for free. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to feed your family, dog. Yeah, real They're talk. not going to feed your family. Man, what I eat don't make them shit. Um, yeah, so what happens after the Mishka tape? You just go Mishka tape, you just go straight back to making music? Dude, hell no. It took like three years to come out with that shit I just came out with. Yeah. I feel like only only in the past year am I learning like a work ethic for art. Yeah. Like I was just, I was just kind of doing whatever. It's but hard then to I realized like if I'm really a rapper and I'm trying to make money, then it's like I got to treat it like a job. Yeah. Which is cool. So I'm ha- getting used to it. So how have you been delegating your time then? I came out here, yeah. do my little meetings, talk yeah. to my little people. You know, do lunches. Yeah, and then I'm going to go home and, like, really start. I was actually, like, I've been chilling with Antoine a lot. I was staying, I'm staying at Antoine's house. Shout out to Antoine. Antoine. Yeah, he's been on the show, but the people know who he is. Yeah, huh. it's cool chilling with another rapper who I fuck with and who's my friend, because then it's like, I was like makes me think about oh i gotta make music and shit yeah you guys <laughs> i mean you guys seem to have a similar backstory too where it was kind of like you both came up in in kind of more of a hardcore scene yeah he was yeah he was like a punk rock yeah too, band, so it was cool when, kid. when i found out about him i was like ah oh, man and we're like similar in a lot of ways it's cool yeah Even he's I, from out here and yeah i think i think that you guys music i mean you guys would do great on tour together you guys music uh the following would definitely cross over you feel me? we did a tour with yeah. leaf oh there you go yeah how did that go it was cool yeah, Leaf's tight. Leaf's the man. Yeah. That kid is fucking the man. Yeah, for Hell sure. Yeah. Killing it. So why did it take you three years? I was just bullshitting, you know, sitting around. But I, was, I get nervous about making art. I don't like, I don't know what I want to make. And is then is I, it because you're trying to kind of teach yourself as you go still? was it? Is that nerve wracking to kind of learn as you go? Well, it's weird making a song and being like, do I like this? Or like, what am I trying to do? Some people are very focused with that shit right off the bat. But I had no idea what I was trying to do. Even on this one, really. It's a little more of a thing. But, like, now I feel like I'm ready to make some bangers, bruh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but people have liked this shit so far, so I can't even be mad, you know? Yeah. No. I, I don't like it yet. You don't like it? But some people like it. But I feel like when I like it, that's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> I always feel like... Um... 
I tell my friends this a lot, but I feel like I can't uh, ever move forward past a project until I hate the last project. You know what I mean? Because I'm I'm stoked on shit when I make it. And I'm like, oh, this this shit came out good. It's how I pictured it in my head. Right. But then part of me like gets uh, proud of it or something. You know yeah. what I mean? And then and it's not like, me, but yeah, okay. You, you know I, what I'm I saying? Can imagine. So I get <laughs> I get I get too proud of it, and I'm like, oh, this is good. And then I get worried, like, how am I gonna do better than this? Right. And then, but finally, I, I never had this. See, I, I don't know what you're talking this about. Is what, <laughs> this is what happens to me, but that's because I'm a fucking egomaniac, bro. Uh. And so after a while, I'll be like, oh, fuck, finally, like this song fucking sucks. I need to make something better than yeah. this now. And that's when I can finally like, get inspired. So to me, it sounds like the fact that you're like, oh, I hate this. It sucks. You should be just able to write all the time, bro. Yeah, that's what I need to do. Yeah. That's what I'm, that's what I'm starting to do. How often do you write? I mean, some, it comes in waves and shit. Yeah. It'll be like random times. Yeah. Like if I sit down to write, that shit does not help. If I'm on the train for an hour or if I'm like running around, then sometimes I, I just, you know, uh, I'll get a whole verse in yeah. like a couple minutes. Yeah, yeah. Or like sometimes it's in the studio. Like that song Jesus Peace yeah, that I, I like- put out a video for. Yeah. We made that whole song in like three hours, nice. start to finish. Nice. How do you meet the people that you work with uh, musically as far as producers and stuff like that? Oh, uh, internet. Yeah. Yeah. Like Steel Tip Doe hollered at me. Yeah. Or like, it'll, it'll be like people that fucked with like Greedhead. Yeah. And they'll be, I'll be one of the dudes that they holler at to try and work with. Right. If they feel, if they felt the movement, they were in it. Right. Know? Is Greedhead still cracking off? I don't know or is it, what the deal is yeah. with that one, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, we don't have to fucking go into it. That's okay. That. I don't know. But I, I, I like, Hema tweeted the other day that this will be the last year. Oh, really? So I don't know. He's always kind of like, I don't know what that, I don't know what he's thinking now. Yeah, yeah. So what are you going to do? Go 100% independent or what? I mean, I, I'm pretty much that now. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, other than the fact that it's said Greha, I mean, Hema, Hema like, uh, he gave me money for recording and shit. Yeah. But other than that, there's not like a lot of like. Uh, right. When you're on a, when you're on homies labels too, it's kind of like oh, it's like the cosign is what really helps the most as well. Yeah, Beyond, which is cool. Yeah, people. Yeah, nobody would have nobody who would have heard my stupid raps. Yeah, for real. So tell me, when did you start growing your hair out? You just showed me a picture of you as a bald headed fucking youth. When was that? A couple years ago. When was that? That was a minute ago. I was like when I was twenty. Yeah. I like I always I only like it long. Yeah. And really short, uh. so I grow it out, chop it off. I, I last couple times I donated it because I was like, well, I'm chopping off all this hair. I might as well donate it. Yeah, and get a free you haircut. Lo- you lucked out on that fucking hairline, bro. So that's I one, got a good. I got it. You know. Let me tell you. I something. do my little thing. That's one thing. You, that's <laughs> one thing you should find your father and thank him for. Seth yeah, Hart. I got a good hairline. Thank <laughs> you, you know, for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What else? Intimidating demeanor. Good calves. There you go. You good got legs. Good calves. Do you bike in New York? Uh, I did. I was a bike messenger for a long time. On a fixie or what? Yeah, on a fixie. Yeah, how do you like that? It was cool, but like, fuck that, man. It's too dangerous. Really? You're going to get hit by a car eventually. Did you? I didn't, but I can't. I had a couple close calls, and the last time I totaled my bike, mm. and I had a lot of shit on my mind at the time, and I was like, I knew that was why. Because mm. you do that shit every day, too. You be in your head. You're not paying attention. And mm. You have to be like, you got to be on your shit when you're going through midtown all day no shit yeah that's crazy uh when, when did you start bike messengering uh also 20s i learned how to ride a bike when i was like 18 i learned all that shit very late you learned how to ride a bike late oh yeah i mean i guess if you don't have like a fucking that's the thing yeah my mom didn't know how to do any of that shit so yeah. i learned i learned all that stuff very late yeah how did you i was always like a dork kid i didn't like do sports or any of that shit yeah 
What well, that's a, that's something that maybe we can talk about. So my dad dipped out for a while for work stuff. Yeah. Uh, when when I was like twelve. 13 oh, right right that's, like right during formative years that sounds rough so here, well no no it's not rough but i mean here's the thing that i was gonna that i was gonna say maybe we could relate on like how do you fucking teach yourself to do manly shit when the man in your life is not around like how did you learn to shave oh uh, how did i learn to shave you know what I'm saying? i did any of that shit dude yo that's why my boy you know dap mm-hmm. from dr yeah, yeah, yeah. and he does it he does this uh comedy shit with his brother yeah they have a show called untitled Kondabolu brothers yeah and, like, one of the things he was talking about was the first time he went to his white friend's house for dinner. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, uh, yeah, and it was, like, they were, ta- like, conversing and talking about shit and talking about practical things. And he was, like, well, this is how you do this, son. He was, like, what, dude? You got an older version of you telling you how to do shit? Like, yeah. that's cheating. Yeah. And that's how I feel, like. Why, his dad wasn't around either or what? Well, he got, but but he he's just got, like a like, an old immigrant Indian dad yeah. who, like, never really. Different culture. Yeah, different culture, never really, like. Uh, acclimated to this country to that point, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like a different thing. And like, yeah. And so yeah, and it's just like I just figured that was what's like that's what it is. You yeah. got to learn how to do shit. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot a- of people apparently have a guy that lives in their house that tells them how to do everything. You know what I'm saying? And- Which could be good or bad. Right. Because like I don't want to be in like I don't know all these people like eventually they're like well now I gotta do finance like my dad or whatever. right. And I don't I don't feel any pressure to do some shit. So right. That's what's up. You ever read that book, Rich Dad Poor Dad? Nah, I heard it's, of that. Yeah, it's like a fucking it it was it's like a crazy viral book like it went huge but it talks about that basically kind of like how some dads like know how to get rich and then like just inherently their kids kind of learn that shit and then oh, yeah. some dads just get jobs and work and then their kids learn to just get jobs and work, you know yeah. what I mean? But uh yeah, I don't know. I, I fuck with yeah cuz I feel like that's a lot of things cuz I had to like figure shit out by myself i felt like no one ever told me i had to do something or like my mom you know she wanted me to be she's a jewish mom she wanted me to be a lawyer or a doctor right of course but then eventually i was like well i'm not gonna do that yeah but i really don't feel working a fucking nine to five for the rest of my life i'd rather be poor yeah you know what i'm saying so i don't know yeah i'll take my chances i think (laughs) i think about shit like that all the time though about like the male figure not being around during the formative years because like yeah how the fuck did i learn like i remember when my dad came home when i was 17 and i was i was shaving i had been shaving forever at that point right yeah but one day i see him shaving first and then getting in the shower and i remember i Mm -hmm. used to shower first and then shave that's a bad that's bad right yeah i guess and i was like wait you i I heard that too kind of recently i was like i was like wait you shave you shave before you shower and he was like yeah how the fuck else would you do it and i'm like well shit i've been doing it wrong this whole time you're gone and that's the kind of shit you (laughs) know what i mean like that's that shit that you don't pick up on if you don't got a dude around yeah yeah so mom was never like oh i'm gonna get you into little league and shit oh nah why not i don't know i think she just like didn't feel like she should pressure me to do shit yeah she mentioned that before she was like you know some people make their kids do this or do that yeah i really feel like making me do shit yeah so what i mean I feel her for that one honestly that's no that's good. tight yeah yeah it's cool that she let you like kind of just make your own decisions yeah but that's what i'm saying like what earlier in the podcast when i was like oh what did you used to do as a kid like that shit was, that shit is interesting because i know when i was five yeah and my pop was around and he was like yo you're gonna p- fucking play little league so i played little league right you, you gotta play sports and yeah shit. like what did you do like what were you into? Dude? Were you fucking as an only child? When, we, when I was a kid, we well before we had TV, yeah. we got TV when I was like five or six. Yeah, it's a lot of like coloring books, shit like that, drawing. Like I was like, yeah, like I did creative shit. Did you have a penchant towards shit. art? Yeah, yeah. I drew a lot. I drew the superheroes and shit like that, and like and like those line notebooks, made little flip books and shit. 
That type of shit. Yeah. A lot of drawing. When you start going to school as a kid. Then we got TV, son. Oh, it was a wrap, man. Game over. Yeah. MTV all day. Babysitter, baby. Yeah, for sure. MTV, not, not even like, we didn't have cable for a while long. Just like anything, just watching TV. Yeah. I love TV. I yeah. still love it. Yeah, I fucking love TV as well. Yeah, it's funny. I canceled my cable when I, I lost my job in 2010, right? And I was like, uh, "Fuck it, I'm never gonna have a regular job again." Yeah. But the day that I lost my job, I was like, I "Canceled my cable service," and I'm like, "I'm never gonna watch cable again." And now that I now that the internet is so cracking, and you can find anything yeah. like as soon as it airs on TV, you can Hell just yeah. find it online. I, will, I probably watch more TV now than I used to, but just in a more guided manner. Yeah, that's the thing. I kind of miss... I don't have cable no more. I kind of miss being able to not care about what you were watching, too. Right. Like, now you got to be like, all right, I guess I'll watch Leftovers, yeah, exactly. even though this shit sucks dick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to watch it now, so yeah. I have something to do. <laughs> no, exactly. It's like, uh, when you have cable, it's just like, oh, yeah, I guess I'll watch Man vs. Food for six fucking hours. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> you know like, Who's that? That's Adam Richman, right? Yeah. It's my dude, Adam Richman. Follow me on Twitter. What oh, up, Adam? Shout out to Adam Richmond on Twitter. What? That's tight. Yeah. Huh. Maybe you're. Fucking, That's my claim to fame. Damn. May, maybe your music will end up on one of his shows. That'd be cool. That would be tight. Damn. Yeah. yeah. How do you, how do I bring something like that up? <laughs> Let's tweet Should at I him. DM him. Let's just all tweet at him and get it like a hundred retweets about like put Lacutus on uh, on man man v food. You think he'd give me like five dollars? I he'd probably give you. I bet you he would put a couple you zeros me behind him. He bring me outside. He might give you a giant burger. Damn. If you can beat him, uh, I could never. That dude is the man. Yeah, he's a sushi. He's a sushi chef. Is sushi he? chef. Is he a sushi chef or a sous chef? No sushi. Oh no shit! Yeah. I would have never guessed that because that's a big motherfucker. You think that? Uh, yeah, because he eats like giant burgers. I know and shit, you, would but now nah, he makes sushi. Well, no, now he's all svelte. Did you know that? Like he? Uh, nah. Well, now the, I don't have cable. I don't yeah, know what's so going on. I don't. I don't watch his show anymore. But I know that um, after the first couple of seasons, he was like, "Yo." I'm going to fucking kill myself eating this way. So I need to yeah. like lose weight. And so now he doesn't do any challenges anymore on okay. the show. I don't think he it's just, just like, like a run around. He like, shit. yeah, he like hires two fat people in each city to like compete against each other or something. Probably. Oh, that's what's up. There yeah. You, you know, rule number seven, get other people to do the work and you take the credit for it. Don't you get me? high on your own supply. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Where does the name Lacutus come from? What is that? It's from Star Trek. No shit. It's very. I, I'm stuck with it now. Wait, Star Trek? What? Like a uh, new generation or? Nah, next generation. Or next generation. I don't know shit about Star Trek. Uh, Captain Picard. Yeah. Is uh, what you call it? He uh, turns into. You know what the Borg is? Yeah, I know the Borg, the square. So he turns into Borg, and his name is Lacutus. Whoa! Very rare reference. Yeah. Yeah. Has anybody ever been like? Has any Star Trek nerd ever come up to you and been like, "Yo, I fuck with your name"? Yeah, a lot of a lot of like, yeah, people that watch Star Trek know that shit. No shit. Yeah, that's crazy. I like that. The one thing I liked about it is like most people don't know what that is. Yeah, I had no idea. Cause I don't want to be like I'm not a Star Trek rapper. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm not trying to be no Star Trek rapper. Right. So whatever. Yeah. What you were you into Star Trek? Yeah. Actually, one of my earliest memories of episode of Star Trek. No shit. Yeah. What like as a as how early is that memory? Maybe like two or three. No shit. Yeah. Really, like the original one. Pretty, with... I have some pretty early memories. Yeah, the early Star Trek though. No, no, nah, nah, Next Generation. Oh, it was Next Generation. Yeah. No, nah, that other shit was in the seventies. I was before. Oh yeah, that's true. I never thought of that. No shit, man. That's crazy. Uh, what are, were you into? Reading Rainbow. 
Hell yeah. Did you ever get tripped out that like... And weirded me the fuck out. Right? That was the same dude. Hell yeah. yeah. Very strange. Yeah. Yeah, that used to bug me out as a kid too. When the, the episode... That, my, my dad, I didn't know what to make of that. My dad you did used to watch Star Trek Next Generation. I wasn't into it because he liked it. I was like, fuck this shit. If he likes it, I don't like it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, punk rock. Yeah. But uh, I do remember that episode where fucking the dude from Reading Rainbow takes off the visor thing and his eyes are like all white and shit. And you're like, yeah, Whoa! that's fucked up. Mind blown. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? crazy um so anyways yeah we just put out a tape this year mm-hmm. and what is it called three seashells three seashells which is a very awesome other very rare reference to yeah. demolition man i know that one that's my shit i love demolition man. hell yeah that movie is great yeah, i just went back and watched like a lot of the classics of that genre how does that one hold up it's good yeah well, that shit is great fucking total recall yeah to- i watched that shit a week ago i was like this is the fucking best movie ever made Still. yeah total recall is the shit and the new the reboot of total recall sucks dick oh, i'm not trying to watch that shit. it was terrible i'm not watching that i'm not watching i might watch a new robocop if i'm bored but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like it i feel like i thought i downloaded the new robocop maybe i didn't though yeah I don't want to see it. RoboCop. I watched Terminator 2 again. Like, all that shit, I was just watching it again. I'm on, a, I'm on a big Arnold kick. Yo, Terminator 2 was a real game changer. Yeah, fuck yeah. That was, the, <laughs> that was like the avatar of the 90s, you feel yeah. me? Like, everything changed after that movie came out. Yo, nothing like that. Nothing good has come out since... Of that kind of genre since uh, Fifth Element. Yeah, I never really got into Fifth Element. Looper, I... Looper was good, but it was like smaller scale. Yeah, Fifth Looper Element was, was like cool. global scale. Yeah, Looper was cool. Yo, you never watched Fifth Element? I mean, I feel My like dog? I, I feel like I watched it, but like I feel like I didn't. I wasn't like big into it when it came out. Maybe oh, I should rewatch. Watch it, man. Yeah, you know what it was when they came out. I was like, oh, this is too mainstream. Yeah, I'm into foreign French film right now. Yeah, that's why I thought that shit would be whack because it was like. Actually, I don't remember what I thought. I don't know why I'm trying yeah. to sound like I remember what was going on back then. But that yeah. movie is a shit. But the three seashells from Demolition Man, that always stuck with you or what? Uh, Why the fuck did I remember that again? Oh, I did a song for Hema's Tape. I did a very... That was like when I really didn't know how to rap. Yeah. And like, uh, and it was very spur of the moment. It was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I was like in Williamsburg already getting off. I forget what I was doing. But Hema was like, oh, we're like right around the block doing a song with Action Bronson. Come through. And then I came through, and he's like, you should do a verse. And I was like, all right. And I wrote a verse. Nice. And it had a three seashell. I said something about three seashells. And Action Bronson used it later. He was like, I stole that from you. Ah. No shit. <laughs> and I was like, hell yeah. That's... And I was so happy about that. He was like, well, then it's probably good. So I'll probably use it again. <laughs> I'll just name my tape that then if, it, if you think it's cool. That's tight. Because he was already pretty good at rapping. Yeah, he's a good rapper. <laughs> I fucks with that dude. Yeah. That new video he put out is crazy. Yeah, the, the Easy Rider? Dude. So sick. So crazy. Yeah. That shit is mad big budget. So sick. Yeah. We shot, We I, I do photo works uh, stuff on the side. I, like, that's like my, the job that keeps a roof over my head. Yeah. And um, me and my homie uh, shot him in Utah during Sundance Film Festival. Wow. And, and like, we, we rented out a taxidermy spot to shoot him in. That's what's up. It's fucking, the pictures are fucking crazy because oh, he's yeah. just standing around a bunch of skulls and skins and shit. It's pretty tight. That's my shit. It's kind of my shit. Yeah, it was tight, dude. <laughs> yeah, Yo, well, that fucking, that's the thing. That that song came out. Yeah. I was in the middle of an eight-day work week. Yeah. And I was just like, I heard that. I was, I'm saving up for a motorcycle right now. Yeah. And that was just like all the shit I wanted to do in a song. Yeah. I like wanted to cry. It really? I was so sad that I was like in the, in my dirty ass, stupid ass city. Yeah. Instead of like riding through the desert. Yeah. Doing, doing drugs. Are you saving up for a bike for real? What kind yeah. of bike are you going to get? I'm going to get a Harley. That's tight. Trying to get a big ass, stupid Harley. Yeah. I've always wanted to get a Harley and I'm getting to an age now where I'm like, wait. 
like I could probably afford one pretty soon, but you is could that, do it soon, but, baby. But I'm like, yo, is that a midlife crisis? Am I having a midlife crisis? Who gives That's a fuck, <laughs> man? That's the other thing. Like all the shit you're gonna really want yeah. is gonna be the dumbest shit. Yeah, for real. And that's what everyone's gonna tell you not to do, cause cause you gotta worry about whatever. Yeah. I like. I went to I went to Thailand three years ago was to that? like train Muay Thai. No shit. And I was just so tired of like whatever stupid shit I was doing at the time, and everyone was like, "That's stupid," and I was like. Fuck it, I'm gonna do it. I sold no, all that's my shit. Dope. But t- like all the shit, I no, feel like all the cool, like you know, I still want to do all the stupid shit I want to do when I was a little kid. So that's the shit that people are gonna tell you is dumb to do, but is the most fun to do. Were you doing mu- Muay Thai already in New York? Nah, you I did just- a little Taekwondo when I was a kid. You know, regular. Kid uh, I used shit. to do Tong Sudo. What's that? It's like Taekwondo. It's just like the a different version of it. I think they're both Korean art forms. Though. Yeah. Uh, so wait. Okay, that's mind blowing. You just fucking said, "Fuck it, I'm moving to Thailand just to, so I can learn Muay Thai." Couple months, three months. Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah. just on a, on a whim or what? Yeah. Well, my boy, uh, I, I you know I worked out I work out in the park a lot, yeah. and so I you know you meet people through there. And there was a guy who's like my my boy Chance. He was on some Martha Stewart shit a, uh, a minute ago, giving Martha Stewart a Thai massage. No shit. Yoga, yogic massage. He's I a wonder, mas- he's a masseur. I wonder if he gave her a happy ending. Oh, oh, real nice. <laughs> How does? Uh, but uh, but he yeah he put me on. <laughs> fuck you. He uh, put me on a Muay Thai. He fought over there for eight years. He's a real dude. Wait, uh, he's in he's in he's in Russia right now doing a sistema. You know about that? No, nah, what's that? It's like the Russian martial art. It's no like shit. some military, some crazy shit. Whoa, that's tight. Yeah, working out in the park. What does that entail? How do you stay in shape? A lot of, I don't know, like Burpees if anybody's from, from New York, they know about that uptown calisthenics shit, like bartenders and calisthenics kings and just like a lot of like pull-up bar. They got a shit of this thing called Traveling Rings on 105th Street, Yeah, which I do, uh-huh. which is like, I guess it's like Tarzan. You swing on these rings, like Olympic rings. Like yeah, yeah. They got some shit over here. I tried the ones over here in Santa Monica. Yo, if I lived in Santa Monica, yeah. I'd be fucking brolic, son. Really? Yeah, dude, it's warm all year round here. You just go to that one spot on the beach, and they have all the gym equipment. Yeah. And it's always warm. Yeah. Oh, and they got the And there's and always got, bitches. And they got the stairs over there that you can hike on for cardio shit. Yeah, yeah I would be fucking good. jacked, son. Like, I, I, you know, winter in New York, I'm a piece of shit, because I don't like going to the gym. I like being outside. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I don't like going outside. Mm. <laughs> yeah. In the winter. In the winter. That's funny, man, because I'm on some. I'm trying to get on my health shit right now, like trying to watch what I eat and go to the gym and shit. And See, but it's warm here. Like, why would you go to the I gym? Know. And that's what I'm saying. How long like, it take you to get to the gym? Oh, uh, you know what's funny? I live two blocks away. I drive uh, my car. Yeah, and you drive your car <laughs> to the gym to be in another air conditioned room blocks away. with a bunch of dudes. You, you know why? <laughs> I try to fucking man. I try to like run around the block and shit, and it's so much harder to just run in nature for me like if i force myself on a treadmill and i'm like looking at a clock that says this is how long you've been doing it this is how far you've gone it makes me feel like okay cool now it's like a it's like a science experiment or something like a controlled environment See, that's the type of that's exactly what i don't like yeah running on the street is like makes me feel like well the street i'm dead in like two blocks dude yeah Yeah. the street's different yeah you gotta go to the park you gotta go to nature yeah you gotta go to the beach run on the beach that's so nice it's good for your calves you get nice calves you, ha- you stick with me, dude. Kid. I have great calves, bro. You do. You got good calves. Thanks, dude. I see the calf game. You know, m- one of my friends that's into bodybuilding. He told me like, you know, calves are something that you can't. No matter how hard you work out your calves, you can't make them bigger. That's why so many people get calf implants. Like dudes, apparently, so many people. Dudes. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, who, who the fuck do you know that's getting calf implants? And he's like, nah, dude. A lot of bodybuilders end up giving getting calf implants yeah. because you can't grow your calves. 
I didn't know that. Fun facts. I knew about that because I saw that shit on some MTV. True I remember life that. Shit. Yeah, True Life, and I'm 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 ashamed of my body or some shit. That yeah. guy was the biggest douche ever to be on MTV. I it's think. fucked up, but it was funny because you watch that and you're like, damn, my life's not so bad. Well, it's that, but also just, like, it's crazy to hear a man do it, but, like, women do that shit all the time, Always. and it's okay because we put so much more pressure on, on them to Dude, look the away. fake ass right now is really a phenomenon. Oh, yeah. I was at a strip club in Florida, and all of them had fake asses. Crazy. Because I'd be like, how does this though? Did you feel it? Yeah. Does it feel real? No, it feels like, uh... Fuck. It's, like, looks fat, you know what I'm saying? But it, but feels, it feels like, like muscle. A... Right. You know what I mean? That's, it doesn't make sucks. sense physically. It's very strange, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I want to talk about <laughs> Thailand. You moved to Thailand. For a little while. Was it inspired by the movie Kickboxer? Oh, uh, nah. If anything, uh, that Tony Josh shit. Okay. But that actually, what was that? That's, uh, what's his name? Uh, it's Van Damme. Van Damme. Yeah. Fuck. That's yeah, a great, great I, fucking movie. Yeah, so good. I haven't seen that in forever, though. A great movie. Yeah. Uh, that and fucking No Retreat, No Surrender, which was his first American movie yeah. upon which he played the bad guy. Remember when they made him Guile? Yeah, of course. The in Street fuck? Fighter? Yeah. So yeah, weird. I'm like, wait. The guy with a thick ass yeah, accent, like, they made him the all-American? The, the most American Street Fighter character. But then again, yeah. I guess we got Schwarzenegger now. He's all-American. He's like, he's like our mascot, and he's Austrian. Well, dog, he's like literally California's mascot. Yo, he, he about was, to be, he about to run for president. I... They're gonna have to bend some rules to make that happen, but I can. They, they I, are. I, I but can see it happening. I bet it'll happen. Yeah, I can see he's it gonna happen. fuck this country up. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. But it would be like the the most amazing rags to riches story. Well, also it would be great to see a one on one brawl between uh, Putin, Schwarzenegger, and Putin. Yeah, battle for the ages. Fuck yeah. yeah. So you moved to Thailand, and what happens? Like you just, did you know anybody there? Uh, no, I went with my friend John. Yeah, and he had his his brother's. Uh, work associate lived in bangkok so he put us up for for like a couple weeks yeah and then i went to chiang mai because that's where the school was that i wanted to uh train at yeah and how does that work do you have to like try out or you just kind of like oh y'all go there man they want your money like i just have (laughs) yeah i just have money they want your money yeah 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 so if it and if you if you try then they fuck with you yeah 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 did you get good at it hell no three months is not enough yeah i realized after being there for three months three months is like how long you gotta train just to get in the kind of shape, shape you need to, to start learn. getting better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think people underestimate like how in shape fighters really are, or something like competitive fighters. Yeah, them, them motherfuckers. I could never do that shit. That's a, that's your whole life working yeah. out. Yeah, it's crazy. But it's crazy too over there because that's their that's their national sport. Like that's what people watch on TV. That's like little, like in that's little what, league, they don't play baseball. They fucking beat the shit out of each other as six year olds. Yeah, that's yeah. what they do. Yeah. You're three years old. They're strap. They're strapping you up. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, what kind of shit did you learn? Like, did you have to like roll bamboo sticks on your sh- uh, shins and stuff like that? Or nah, it was a lot of kicking a bag. Yeah, which is dope because I like that shit. Yeah, you kick a bag, you kick a bag for like six hours a day. You kick that motherfucking yeah. bag. Yeah, what does it feel like when you get home? You sore as fuck. Uh, at first. After a while, you, you know, you can kick harder and harder shit. I don't think it's really good to pass a certain point, but some people just stay kicking harder and harder shit. Yeah. You you talk to those old fighters, like there's old heads there, uh, and they're like, you'll feel their bones. Because sports, you know, different sports train your bones differently. Like di- bone density, everything changes. Yeah. And they, they got their shins and their elbows, because that's what the main shit of, of Muay Thai is. Just feel shins like cast and iron or something? Yeah. Yeah. It's thick. Ugh. Like their bones will be like twice as thick. That's so crazy. And like bumpy and fucked up. Pause. And like crazy. Yeah. Pause. <laughs> there's that to go back to, to go back to the Van Damme movie. Yeah. There's that crazy scene where he kicks over the fucking palm tree because remember 
He's oh, like, I haven't seen that movie. Dog, it's tra- like it's so kid. epic. He's training his calves. Yeah. I mean, he's training his fucking shins. You know what I mean? Shins, he's yeah. like getting hit with the bamboo stick all the time and yada, yada, yada. And, uh, and he's like, his trainer's like, yo, kick this fucking tree over. Yeah. And he's like, just sits there all day working on it. You know what I mean? And then at a certain point after working on this tree for like two weeks, He's like, yo, man, you're acting like a bitch. You still haven't knocked this fucking tree over? Uh-huh. And, like, gets all in his head, and Van Damme goes ape shit and just starts kicking it hard as fuck and, and like, knocks the tree over. Yeah. And his That's shins are bleeding and everything. And yeah. I was like, woo, I want to move to Thailand. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's awesome over there, man. What else did you do over there? Chilled, like, heavy. That's another thing is, like, I was training a lot, yeah. and I was just like, well, you know, I'm still, like, in another country. I should, like, really, like, be chilling hard. Yeah. Especially it's cheap. A meal is a dollar. Yeah. You could go to the bar and buy like a bottle of vodka for twenty dollars at the no bar. No shit. So you're like training during the like day. Bottle service is twenty dollars. That's crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So shit like that. And Chiang Mai is cool because it's like college town. Yeah. So there's like real young ties are there instead of just like Euro douchebags. Yeah. There for I don't know sex or whatever. Right. Yeah, I feel like Europe people go over there to like try and fuck twelve year old boys and shit. Uh, all sorts of shit. There's that, but also just like people trying to party. Yeah, and it just ends up being like, oh, like you brought all your country here, and you're just gonna like party here and go home. And yeah, never, like learn anything or change. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's so the did, way some people travel. Did you feel changed when you left? Yeah, it was cool because I was living, you know, I was living with Thai people, training with Thai people, made really good friends with with the dudes in my school. Yeah. And like... Did you pick up on any um, of the language? Yo, that shit is hard. Honestly, I forgot what little I picked up. But like by the end of it, I was kind of proud of myself. Like I showed up to a bar that I had showed up when I had just got there Mm -hmm. and just like ordered and said all my shit in Thai. Mm -hmm. You know... Yeah, broken Bad time. time. Yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> it's tonal, which is why that language is hard as fuck. What's tonal mean? It means like, like Chinese is tonal. Like, uh, you can't just say the word. You oh, have to be like going, it's like you high or low yeah, yeah, or yeah. going up or going down. Okay, if you don't yeah. say it right, it means it, you don't, you're not, you ain't saying shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so that's crazy. It's like impossible. Right. For, for for people that don't have an ear for that already. Yeah, yeah. Ah, no shit. It's crazy. That is crazy. But a lot of, you know, people speak, people speak, uh, they don't English. speak good English, yeah. But a lot of them speak some English. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. How long ago was it? That was three years ago. Yeah, it was like three years ago now. Fuck, I miss that shit. So that's when you did you come back to the states, and that's when you started working on three C shows. I don't even know, man. Was it was that even before or after my tape came out? I don't even remember. I don't know. You asking too much, bro. Yeah. I don't remember when yeah, shit yeah. go down. No, that's fine. That's fine. I live in the present, the perpetual yeah. present. Yeah, for sure. So tell me about <laughs> when you put three seashells out early this year, February of uh, fourteen, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. How did how did it feel to get it out? It was cool. Yeah, did yeah. you? Have, did got you a have complex it? really finally got like a decent premiere? Nice. Hadn't had like a kind of like a a, a a visible premiere before yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So it was cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Fuck. Complex doesn't really. Complex fucks with this. Sure. Oh, yeah, they, don't, they don't fuck with my music though. So, <laughs> but, I, but I'm fine with that. Shit. I'm fine with that. Hey man. Yeah. I don't know why people fuck with me if they do. Yeah. I guess a lot of people don't. More people don't than do. Well, I mean, um, pretty much regardless I mean, of who you are. I mean, that's the, that's the thing. Yeah, unless you're Katy Perry, it's pretty safe to say that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and most people then. don't fuck with what you do. Yeah. So absolutely, we're just small drops in a huge fucking ocean of life. That was deep. Now you're talking. I learned that in Thailand. Yeah. <laughs> so what's next, dude? What's next? I'm gonna go back to New York, start doing my little meetings. I'm gonna try and really start like working hard on a new tape and like 
I got a couple of videos coming for some more joints on this project. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, what do people do? Get a tour, get a, make a t-shirt. Yeah. Do you, I mean, sing a song to the people. Do you want a tour? Do I want a tour? Yeah. Like if somebody told me like I could like tour for the, for the remainder of like, until you're tired of it. Oh no. I was going to say like, if somebody said like, you can make just as much money and not do it. Yeah. I would not do it. Yeah. Cause uh, the fuck you live in a car, you eat fucking cheeseburgers all day. Yeah, touring kind of sucks. It sucks, dude. Yeah, I'm, it's cool to do shows, especially when people feel you. Yeah, I like doing it's, shows. It's ill. I was like, yeah. you know, the way, they live in some small town too, especially, and it's yeah. just like, oh, I heard of this motherfucker yeah. on the internet. I have my shit set up here to where like my local shows will do pretty good. Like, yeah. w- w- like people will come out, but I don't have my touring. Sh- my touring shit is like non-existent, literally. Right. And, and so I feel kind of bad for people who are like, "Yo, come to so and so. Like, come to wherever." And it's just like, first of all, why? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, look, dude, you're gonna be the only person at that show. Yeah. And like, I have L.A. Cool, but yeah. like. I, if I go to fucking Toronto, I don't know if anybody's going to show up. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I go to fucking wherever, I don't know if anybody's going to show up. Yeah, I don't know how, that, so, how that even works. Yeah, me neither. And I, I don't know. I feel like I'm at that age where, like, I don't want to... We got to get, get on that Kanye tour, bro. You feel me? Like, I would We got to get with Ye, dog. I would crush on that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Open like, for I, Yeezus, you know? I, a little I, more people <laughs> see you doing your thing. Would you, you give, think, give you a chance. You think that would be a successful show if you open for Yeezy? Fuck yeah! That, there you go. That's the kind of confidence that you need. He's, to he's a, you know, he does a lot of experimental shit for sure. So you know, yeah, I'm in there. Did you hear the new Travis Scott tape? No, I heard it was good. It is good. I think that's what I heard. That's it, good. It is good. I like it. And I really, I don't go out of my kind, way to listen to shit. Me, yeah, I, I've been trying Which to be like better bad, at it lately. I've been trying to be better at it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, you heard it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah, I was gonna say it sounds very Yeezy-ish, but I remember yeah. he, I remember hearing when Yeezy came out that like somebody was like, "Yo, this sounds like Travis Scott had a big hand in it." So I don't know what came first, the chicken or the egg. You feel right? Me? Yeah. So I don't know enough about me dude, dude shit to to say. Me neither. Uh, this is the first project I listened to, but it's it's pretty good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I, what I was getting I at. I suck at talking about music, dog. I don't keep up. No, I don't no, know what's going on. It's good. We we just I'm hit, better at movies and comics. Did and you shit. know that we already hit an hour? We did? Yeah, so you're good. Don't worry about it. For, cool. The rest of this is just cruising now. This is free, we're freestyling. Now we're just fucking off the top of the down, bruh. Sick. Uh, what I was going to say, though, is like I feel like I'm at this age where I don't want to go out on the road and just eat shit for oh, a while. Oh, man, that's like, the worst. You have to start over, you know what I'm saying? Fucking food. Oh. Or no, not even not even eating shit, literally, but I mean, like, play. I don't want to play to empty rooms. Right, right, And, like, right. gain you that following. That kind of eating shit, yeah, I don't want to. That's I don't just wanna, not funny. I feel either. like it takes three solid years of touring before you get a good fan base across right. the country, and I don't want to fucking deal with all that. How do you feel about that? Do you want to start doing that? I have to. Yeah, you have to. So, who cares, I guess, <laughs> what, I, what I care about, you know yeah, what I'm Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like... Being in the house nowadays. Yeah, same. I like going to the park. Yeah. Do my little workout, eat my little falafel. Yeah. Come home, kiss the girlfriend. What do you think? Like, what is your goal to get a new project out? You think you'll do it in a year, two years? Oh, I'm going to do it faster. Fuck yeah. I think I'm going to do it within a year. That's good. I'm going to do like, yeah. I, I mean, always tell myself I'm going to do another one in a year, but it always takes me three years. Nah. It's terrible. I can't let that happen. Yeah. Who the fuck would care in three years? Well, that's the the internet, they'll have some new... F- form of the internet that i don't even know how to use by then no that's true that's you know true every project i end up reteaching myself everything on the internet i me some new weird weird named yeah. app that everybody uses i don't know how to use yeah yeah all right well where can the people find you online what is my shit it's like lacutus one because somebody took the other shit it's like lacutus one band so L- and i'm on twitter l-a-k-u-t-i-s i'm on insta l-a-k-u-t-i-s yep that's why i keep it simple facebook 
Um, People don't fuck with Facebook I, no more. I have a Facebook, but I always forget to update it. I put all the big shit on there. Find this man on Twitter at Lacutus. Uh, I appreciate you coming in, man. Taking time out of your busy schedule in LA of Thanks, fucking, man. you know, kicking around and just chilling. Uh, you know, in thank the, you. This is fun. Nah, I'm glad that you had fun, dude. Uh, My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition, and you can follow me on Twitter at It's Intuition. Follow my man, Ben Shin, behind the boards, making the shit sound buttery, at I am database, uh, based with two S's. Follow us as a unit at That's Kind of Neat. I'm going to look you deeply in the eyes while I say this, like, just to make you super uncomfortable <laughs> this is cool, yeah. that I go through my spiel. Follow us as a unit at That's Kind of Neat, uh, YouTube.com slash That's Kind of Neat, where we're going to see Lacutus perform something. We're still trying to figure out what he's going to do, but he's going to perform something. I think I know. Uh, he thinks he knows. And then uh, what else? Facebook.com slash Kind of Neat. Go to the podcast app on your phone. Search for Kind of Neat. Subscribe. Leave a comment. Rate us five stars. That shit helps. And uh, yeah, other than that, thanks for tuning in. My name's Lee. That was Lacutus. And this was kind of neat. Bang. Swag. Cool. Yeah. Wow. It goes faster than you think. You know?